Welcome to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and her panel of guests bring you leading-edge astrology conversations through a journey of soul growth patterns connecting astrology's energetic cycles. Get ready to understand your path in the cosmic roots of the stars. I'm Sue Rose Minahan, host of Talk Cosmos, and today is Easter for many folks, and it is the 4th of April, 2021, and we're talking about one of our inner planets, Mars. It's the first planet that's right immediately outside of, um, from the sun on the solar system, but very attached. We can see it in the sky. It's red. It's called the red planet. It, it does look red. In fact, I think it was last summer. It was in the sky so much in the southern sky, it seems, because I faced southern and I could see it at nighttime. Um, and I've moved since then. So, it's, But it's it has, in mythology, the planet of war. Uh, they all have their denotations. And it's a warrior, okay? We can be a warrior of defenses. We can be warriors of many causes. It's just how it's exhibited. And it, we're talking about the fact that it's out of bounds. Now, I tried to explain that in a little uh, on KKNW where that hosts this Top Cosmos program for that I have a, a partnership with that hosts the program wonderfully as we are a YouTube now and a podcast. Uh, so they, there's a little, if uh, weekly I make a little article and I was trying to explain about some of the astronomical denotations of out of bounds and it's complicated. It's not, it's a whole subject of itself. It has language that you need to understand the definitions generally we can say because various planets go out of bounds, not all of them, and some of them very little. Others, like the moon, it really can go out of bounds. And Mars has a certain distance that it can go out of bounds. As soon as it is from the equator, which is one way of measuring it, because the sun goes up to the Tropic of Cancer and the Tropic of Capricorn, those are latitudes and they have a denotation because that's the path that the sun, we experience where it can be overhead. Okay, astronomy, here we go. But the fact is, is that the planets can go because of their, of their orbital path around the sun further out. And this matters because in astrology, part of the whole conceptual basis is to understand the physicality of these planets. It's not just out there. In fact, it's none of that. I'm a big proponent of astrology. Thank you. Yes. And the, okay, so back to this point, if you're still with me, and that is, is that it can go beyond 23.27 degrees from the equator, which is a latitude point. And that means it's outside where the sun goes and it's on its own path. It's like, Ooh, we're out here doing what I'm doing, which is that planet and that sign. Well, right now, Mars is in Gemini. Mars's assertion. It has instinctive, fiery, natal ideas associated with astrology that go forward. 
for action. It's an action planet. It is cardinal as an energy. And it's in the sign of Gemini. That's what we're doing. We're communicating. We're connecting. We're traveling. And so, and it also gathers information. So it is on the projectory of itself. All right. I hope you liked some of that. And there's going to be more talk by my wonderful cosmic collaboration panel. We are now ready for it. Investigating the deeper archetypal questions related to understanding astrological energetic aspects for growth patterns to unify mind, body, spirit, and emotions. This is your cosmic collaboration panel. I'm Sue Rose Minahan, host of Talk Cosmos, an evolutionary astrologer and consultant, plus a certified color energy coach. I explore creative expression as an artist, a musician, and write abundantly, stories to poetry. I love investigating mythology's language, philosophizing eternity, and I'm a perpetual student of life, seeing oneness of body, spirit of people, animals, and nature. I'm Susie Kerr Wright, astrologer, certified psychic medium, tarot reader, life coach, and Reiki master. I love to bring what I call cosmic common sense to the world through private sessions as well as all types of media. My work has been published in Chewy.com, Brides Magazine, Good Housekeeping, Cosmopolitan, Elle, Bustle, and more. And I'm a regular guest on Today in Nashville. I've had my own radio shows and I was the weekly on-air astrologer for WSCA-FM. And I love to teach astrology and psychic development. And I'm Amanda Pierce, a soul-centered astrologer, astrological consultant, and empowerment-based meditation teacher. I have a BA in psychology, I'm a wellness enthusiast with a passion for healthy eating, and I enjoy creating new realities and shifting old paradigms. And like the Sufi poet Rumi says, you are the entire ocean in a drop. (laughs) Yes, here we are. So it's wonderful to greet you today. And we'll start off as usual on one thought that stands out to us to kind of uh, ice break, right? The whole subject. And because it is Mars out of bounds, uh, and I had this all in my head, what I was going to do. Oh, that we're in this Aries stellium right now. Mars has a lot of crew members, you could say. He's delegating out a lot of energy <laughs> with this and that. It's not just, um, it's, it's not a simple affair. And they're all trying to communicate. They are in his sign of of, of expressing something. But that also includes Eris, who is wanting the best way how to navigate things for the self. Okay. And whomever would like to speak next? Oh, well, I'll, I'll go. So in looking at out-of-bounds planets and out-of-bounds people, it occurred to me that as far as um, one of the things that out-of-bounds people bring to us is that they reflect light back on our society. So out-of-bounds people... And, and the way they express their out-of-bounds planets are, they might rub you the wrong way sometimes. Um, 
So really they're great at reflecting back to us where we're stuck in our personal or societal limitations or norms. That's dynamic. <laughs> and so, yeah, thank you. And Susie. Um, yeah, that, you know, that almost reminds me of uh, like the, the full moon personalities, you know, they, they reflect things back to people. It's sometimes difficult um, for people to deal with, but out of bounds of, I, you know, I know enough to be dangerous with it. Um, <laughs> and I, um, I kind of gravitated to this topic you know, looking for, um, you know, I, I'd heard a, a talk about um, out of bounds planets and uh, and violence and uh, murderers and serial killers, and I'm kind of fascinated by all that stuff. So, um, so I kind of went looking for um, connections to periods when they were out of bounds uh, Mars and to see, you know, just to kind of see does it ex does it really exacerbate um, violence during that time. Um, and, you know, just kind of in the, in the collective energy, does it, does it really affect, uh, the, you know, the majority of people in, in, in a, in a more negative way, I guess. Um, and I, I found some really interesting, not interesting things. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is quite in our consciousness. We realize uh, currently in the United States with the past week's events. And I will just state to our audience that Mars, it goes uh, out of bounds periodically when you look at the tables. It's not a total anomaly. But at this about once a year. Yeah. Yeah. But this particular yep. pattern will be from March 21st to May 4th. So it's going to be eight weeks. May 24th. Oh, May, May 24th. Thank you, Amanda. Yeah. yeah, thank you very much. So in other words, from just a week prior, March 16th was the most unfortunate uh, killing of the Asian hate crime in Atlanta. Then immediately following, it seems, just a few days after, maybe on the 23rd, 25th, it there was Boulder with that shooting. Then there's Los Angeles and then the capital so we have certainly experienced a lot of violence and that is one side of mars out of bounds uh possibly and that's what will draw in although we as the united states have it natally our natal chart from 1776 is out of bounds so it's not something that's so there's a lot hard to bring up immediate uh conclusions and that's why we're having this conversation i hear one of you wanting to say something oh well i was just it's just interesting that the u.s has that mars out of bounds and when you think back to when we became a country what it took in order to break free from britain you know it, it may have needed that mars out of bound and out of bounds energy to really do that it is that totally isn't that a reflection as we say that the moment that's what astrology as we all understand is that it corresponds that climate you know looking especially at 2020 vision going backwards but it does and we will clarify that to be out of bounds it's the sign is near uh the 
the solstice points. That doesn't mean it has to be on the solstice, but it would be either Gemini or Cancer or Sag or Capricorn. And ours is, ours will have our Mars return on April 9th, interestingly, which will be at 21 degrees Gemini. So it's coming up. Yeah, and that's a whole new cycle of Mars energy for the country. Like we're we're starting new and interesting that we're, we're it's coming up to it. Um, ha- we have had quite a few mass shootings in the country. And and since March 16th, averaging about one mass shooting per day. That was per an April oh, 1st. Interesting. I've got the more. So the list from Wiki had four. It had the 16th, the 22nd, the 31st, and the 3rd of April. So there may be some that they didn't log in or whatever. And and, and and it's kind of like, I don't know what constitutes like a mass shooting either. I just kind of did a Wiki thing, you know, for the research that I did and and just said, okay, you know, we're just trying to like break Mm -hmm. down and and see where the clusters of violence were. Um, Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I mean, this, it, it kind of almost looks like the pattern that I was seeing through the years. I went back, I only went back to 2010 and started looking there, but yeah, there's there now when Mars is out of bounds in this country or, 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 you know, when it's, when it's out of bounds and just in general, um, it's, uh, that's not like I said. That's that's not the only time that we have mass violence. Some of the bigger, um, some of the bigger disasters happened, um, you know, at at other times. But you know, again, it, it, the theme too. I was like, okay, so what's the theme? You know, is it when it's out of bounds? Is it, um, it you know, or, or and it or when it's in Gemini? Because again, it was in you know, the, the four different signs, mostly it was in like the period of Gemini going into cancer, right. And right in between it would cross, there would be a crossover. Um, and it seemed, you know, there's just a, a lot of, um, schools, um, would happen then uh, a lot of the, the hmm. school tragedies would happen then. Um, and, uh, and just, you know, in, in, like Gemini cancer type things, places, you know, it was, um, it was I nothing think... really conclusive, but it was kind of fascinating to see the pattern, you know? Uh, and, and I mean, I would say there's definitely a correspondence to it, but I, I'd, I'd be interested to know what the other, uh, you know, to break it down to maybe types and, you know, well, I, I really, Thank you so much for this. And when I was reviewing different articles, because a person can Google just to share with the audience, Mars Out of Bounds. There's various uh, great astrologers that have commented and, and there's people in many ways of looking at it. But because we're down to four signs, I know that with cancer, for instance, which is one of the signs, those, because it, it brings forth the signs that that is and cancer is a protective sign it's it's claim to act action is more of a nurturing uh protective that's when it really is exemplified and it wants to be more peaceful it feels better when it's exhibiting 
uh, um, confidence through that. And when it's negative and worried, it turns more inward. So it in itself, even though it's a cardinal sign, and it wouldn't necessarily be, I think, immediately one of the signs that it's more of a troublesome for themselves rather than going outwards. They're going to create a lot of, uh-huh. And there were many, and and this is what I was surprised at, um, how many I hadn't heard of. And the reason I hadn't heard of them were because they, a lot of them were domestic violence. Mm. Oh, I see. So there's one correlation that I don't know if, you know, anybody's really. This is on the negative, but then, okay. And then I quickly Mm want to say, because I remember Stephen Forrest that is revered as one of the leading astrologers and, 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 uh, um, evolutionary astrologer also, but in many ways respected because he has uh, beyond that, I think, with traditional, et cetera, because there are these types of astrology. But the fact awesome. is that, yeah, he is. He is a very astute um, um, uh, educator of, of many astrology books he's written are, are fundamental. So what he was saying in this one article was is that he expected to find so much violence also, which there is, but yet mm. he was astounded that there po- proportionately there wasn't. That proportionately there is, and since we have it natally, we need to, I want to bring the balance factor in, that it is innovative, it is freedom feeling when one has this and we have this as an identity it's part of our cultural identity of of this country is that we just really don't measure ourselves with what other people are acting like which when it is deviant can be a problem and also from the uh, on the innovative side can be most exciting it's like yes we're just going in that direction but just yeah, to share that there, yes there is a problem but it's not the majority Go and ahead. yeah and it's it's also out of bounds mars is also incredibly ambitious and driven which is something that you can see in our country and in, yep. in how we operate things um but I, I love that point that you made sue about how it's so freedom loving and it makes me just reflecting back on the last few years of how we've had some of our freedoms curtailed or maybe just the last year, I don't know, it goes back. Uh, And how that has, that can lead to more violence. It can be a little more um, trigger happy, I guess. Frustrating for people. Frustrating, (laughs) definitely. Yeah. That, that goes with the this piece that I, I that I found that uh, Tony Howard had had written. I, I absolutely love this. I think it just it really sums up for me. It says, um, if you don't mind me reading it. No. Um, it says the out of bounds signature doesn't seek freedom. A person with a strong out of bounds signature might encounter, it, or doesn't seek freedom. It is freedom. This is, this goes with what you guys are saying. I love um, that. And. A, strong, a person with a strong out-of-bounds signature might encounter restriction and react against it, but their inner experience, something inherent in their nature, is already free. It's already uninhibited. Others might judge their actions, and that goes to what you were talking about, um, 
about how you know it can rub people the wrong way others might judge their actions desires or style as different or even wrong but the out-of-bounds person is not likely to internalize that kind of criticism instead they'll wonder what's wrong with the person that's judging them <laughs> yeah like why not exactly uh -huh. on a positive basis Yep. Thank you. This ties in all of what I'm thinking, too, with the difficulties that we are experiencing because we're having a what a rash of these problems. So it is a collective environment that's happening. And certainly the constrictions that we've been experiencing, this necessarily we can say because of COVID and the health, but yet is and then also this legitimacy of expressing one's hatred that it's not just a negative thing to be shamed about but perhaps legitimate that went on with the last um, political administration to be honest from my viewpoint uh, so we have a, a, a environment that um, collected where people it's, it's synergetic. It's not just going to be one isolated thing. And one begins to realize that it isn't like cause and effect. Exactly. It's this whole identity of, of a situation. So what I'm getting at is, is that um, one of the planets right now that is in, it also wants freedom is Eris, E-R-I-S, the goddess of discord. And not that that, uh, goddess from mythology is asking for a upsetting situation, but the questions that it that it the focus, as um, Philip Sedgwick, another illustrious astrologer, astute in in esoteric thinking, says that Eris wants to be in have its life included in a way that they claim it should be. So when you draw together people that are perhaps imbalanced with their emotional or how to express all this charged up out of bound energy that's coming in. And then it goes back and I know I'm threading a bunch of stuff here, but I'm thinking with the Gemini that I think it was brought up in this conversation, you know, versus the, the cancer. It is how we think you know, Gemini, how we move our transportation, you know, it's, and it's a air sign with a fire energy of Mars. It's going to be more on a kinetic impulsive. Yes. You know, I idea, especially when it wants to get its opinion, we're in the South node of Sag still righteousness in the it worst could, case. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it could definitely come show that way. It could also show up as, kind of outside of the box thinking or, you know, the ability to, um, to do the, the Aries Mars thing of just do it, but do it in a way that you've never been able to do before or breaking free and, um, doing it, doing something that you have been trying to get done and haven't, haven't had that push or that ability to really like thread through and, and figure out how to how to manage it or how to how to make it happen. Yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know we're all going, yes. <laughs> it's, it, you know, because this energy can be visionary. It can be inventive. It's original. And that's what f- freedom, you know, it's away from what has been done, like coloring out of the box. But it can also be on the negative side, like where does freedom versus insanity you know that those lines of that i mean people that have had mars out of bounds go from albert einstein to judy garland to i think uh susie of a host of people also that you were looking at mm-hmm. so there's ways oh and another subject oh my goodness that we're coming up with this this week is the george floyd um uh, um, trial. trial, yes, that's that's from last summer, and of course maybe because we're nearing the the half break here, but uh, uh, we have a couple of minutes. Uh, you know, it's really like what actions can we take to uh, to um, It, it, to, 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 to get back on, 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 on the sense of our humanities. I mean, which is well, like- you know, what is Mars? Mars is independence. Mars is independence. And what I feel like, for, you know, it, you know, in, in a way, this, this fighting for what different people believe, different people fighting for what, what they believe is right has, is taking away independence. So it's a, it's this, like, it's this big explosion, Mars, you know, of, of energy coming together. And, you know, what, I mean, what would be, what would be the out, you know, um, more freedom, less freedom, you know, more, well, more fighting, less fighting. It's like what, you know, where, and, and I mean, is this, you know, is, is out of bounds. Um, does, does out of bounds help people, you know, people that have Mars out of bounds, does it help them swing the pendulum so far that, you know, does, does the pendulum constantly swing so far in their life and then have to come back? Like what, you know, what, there's so many questions around, like what, what that could be, you know? I'm, in feedback, I'm going back to the idea. I remember in Rome, because Mars was a patron saint, they did a lot of conquests, but in time, it moved from Mars, which was greatly revered in that whole society. They had festivals, they honor, they went for victory, would go out, but it became Athena Palace later. Minerva, they had different Greek names or same idea, but like different ways of, of saying a name, whether it was like Susan, Susanna, you know, however you want to say, mm-hmm. or Sue, you know, different ways of commenting. Um, but it was more strategy. So Mars in Gemini is more of a strategist, can be, because it's a thinking process yeah. rather than Taurus that wants to bank you over the head, you know, when it gets on the shadow side, on the, on the developmental side, the more primitive, as they call it. And then, and then again, it's like, yeah, I mean, that makes, that makes so much sense because think about, I mean, you know, I, I know I keep going to the negative. I'm yeah. not trying to be negative. I'm just, well, we have to look at all it. The things. but it's like, yeah, manipulation. What is happening to us now? We're being manipulated by words, violently manipulated Ooh. by words. Wow. Triggered, manipulated. 
reactive. You know, it's all yeah. words. It's all, it's, it's this, it, it's, it's, yes. Interesting. Well, that is the weapon of Mars in Gemini. Yeah. And one reads about it is they use words as manipulation. And of course it can be, oh my goodness, so many ways. And we're seeing it right in the court case. Well, we will return. This is Cosmic Collaboration with both Susie Kerr Wright and Amanda Pierce and myself, Sue Rose Minahan. And we're talking about Mars Out of Bounds. We'll be back. Thanks. take a break from this week's edition of Talk Cosmos, let's take a look at this cycle's archetype. We're currently in the period of Aries. By leaving a cycle based upon completion, the energy of Aries sparks initiation, creating action to separate into a new cycle of life. It's a fire sign, which means it will involve great emotion. And because separation may create resistance, it also takes great courage to break away to new ways of becoming. Talk Cosmos brings you leading-edge astrological conversations with hour-long programs each week on KKNW. The show goes live every Sunday from 1 to 2 p.m. Pacific. Talk Cosmos weekly programs are also available to watch live on Facebook and YouTube, along with daily chats throughout the week on the Talk Cosmos YouTube channel. While you're there, make sure you click like and subscribe buttons so you can get the full Talk Cosmos experience. Or, if you'd rather listen to the show archives with audio only, the entire podcast collection since 2018 is available on most podcast carriers. So, grab your coffee, tea, or kombucha and enjoy the show. Hi, this is June Rose Trimbach. I'm an astrologer and healer, and you're listening to Talk Cosmos on Alternative Talk 1150 AM where we unveil astrology's ancient archetypes that continually build the collective experiences in our unconscious. Exploring new territory every day. This is Alternative Talk 1150. Hi, we're back again and April 4th, wishing everybody a great day, despite, well, because of all this great um, awareness, awakening, yes? And what comes to mind are two things. I remember in our pre-conversation, there was a question that Amanda, you had brought up, like, what does it mean individually and collectively? So that is a focus. And I was, in reviewing the events that just happened in one night, this was during this week, I, I jotted down some other issues that were happening besides these unfortunate shootings, because at that time, I think it was just one that we had, not this... Um, and, and what I noticed were causes that are really in the forefront because collectively we fight or independently we fight for causes, defense, you know, like defend of freedom. Yes, we're talking about, but also the, the Im improvement of, of any situation and or just our cause, whatever it might be. And some of the public ones that came up was uh, voting, which is a big issue these days and uh, the Amazon which is a huge 
company, almost a country, I was going to say, um, you know, in a way. Pretty much. Yeah, it bridges both sides of the continent now in the northwest and over there in the south. And the union, because I think it's in Alabama that they're fighting to have a union. And there's pros and cons, but that's always. And um, evictions, landlord, because I think in the government um, there were um, changes in the laws that although you can't evict someone, the lawyers, which always get into the mix, were saying that if they, and maybe it wasn't just lawyers, but I will say that if landlords posted an eviction, then it would make it so that the even though they couldn't send them out, that the individual would go through process that then the government would supply monies and the landlords would get their monies. And of course, it's a whole spiral we understand essentially without any bad or good guys really in a sense because of the systems that we have that support each other, that there's taxes and there's a city and there's the things that we use for these rents and and, and, and taxes and whatnot that landlords have to have. We're in a, a huge transition, which is an understatement, but just to clarify again, which astrologically we could say in many methods, I mean, there's, if nothing else, a grand mutation of going from earth orientations, Jupiter, Saturn conjunctions to air besides so many cycles, it's a turning point. So these causes are, and then I don't know if you're pausing, if I should continue, or I will mention one other. And what, again, with the George Floyd um, trial that in a way, absolutely, because it happens to be now instead of some other time during when Mars is in Gemini, Gemini, an air sign, cannot breathe. Mars, action, can be God of war. Killing is very, and it's going to go on for another three weeks in our consciousness, too. That, and it had been, I know Cher was really slammed on Twitter because she was saying, oh, she could have helped. Well, the argument, and then again, this is interesting because I think it was uh, Amanda who was saying that a person gets, there's criticisms, you know, anyway, we'll say that empathy, because we have, um, the empathy card is huge always in the sense that we have that planet, that planet, Neptune in its 13 years, 14 years of Pisces, which is still has about six years, five years to go, empathy card, but Mars wants action, and that was it. So I think really out of any cause of that trial that we're having for judgment now is like what actions can we take to, oh, boy, the thinking. Well, (laughs) let me say, I'm going to take take that and run with it with the just looking at the the transits that we have in April um April 3rd 4th I think it was yesterday so yesterday or today Mercury moved into Aries so that means that it's in mutual reception with Mars and so it, it's weaving in that that out of bounds energy into that um that relationship so 
this is like another point where we can kind of have some breakthroughs and trailblazing, trailblazing new ways of doing things or thinking about things. And then April 9th, Mars squares Neptune in Pisces, as you were just mentioning, Sue. And so this is a, this is a dynamic energy, but it can it can kind of like deflate that forward movement that we've had with all of the Aries energy. Um, and it can make you feel a little bit wobbly. Uh, it's it's really more about needing to work through that Neptune fog in order to access the Mars energy. And um, they're both in, in mutable signs, Gemini and Pisces. So it's another great time to shake things up. And um, as far as like working with Mars and Neptune together, I like to say that you want to allow your inner guidance to direct your actions and kind of tapping into the, the, um, your, I, I would say your own, your connection with source or your connection with the universe. Perfect. Thank you for telling us this. And I'll be quick <laughs> because it's a T square astrologically. Yes. Mm. That return on looking at the chart here for the U S Using the Sibley chart, there's many others, 5, 10 p.m., Philadelphia, July 4th, 1776. On this particular Mars return, every two years it happens, but April 9th at uh, just after midnight, 55 minutes after midnight in D.C., we're having that Neptune opposition. I think it, I think Amanda, you had brought that up. So it's an opposition to our natal one at 22 degrees Virgo. And this Mars is like saying, hey, let's just what you said, like either get through the victimhood, get through the negative side of saying that things are happening to me out of my control, which yes, of course, but it's like working with source, working with spirit, not the religious ideas of Sagittarius with, thank you, it is Easter, but more the... It's also dogmatic. It's just, it's more, yeah. more, yeah, more individualized sense of yes. spirituality. And and yeah, I told, I'm sitting here laughing. I'm going, did you read my horoscope for next week? I, I finished, like everything you said was what I wrote in there. Um, oh, not, not as eloquently, but yeah, it's it's all in there. I, that, that was just so funny. I'm like, I got nothing because she just said <laughs> No, um, I love it. I love it. So, um, but yeah, that's it. You know, my, you know, short version for me is cutting through the BS. Let's, let's cut, let's cut through this BS and get on with it. You know, let's get on with it. And, and the, yeah. And, and releasing that victimhood and, you know, there's, um, yeah, I, I, I just, I was sitting here looking, as you were saying, I'm looking at that, the, uh, the Neptune opposition. It's like, wow, that's really interesting. And then yeah, I, you know, the I don't you know, I pay attention to Neptune, it, it, the the way Neptune is. Sometimes if it's kind of there in my face or if there's something fuzzy, I'll go look for it. And then other times I like it's like I don't even see it. That's so Neptunian, right? It's, just, it's so Neptunian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and especially it being in Pisces, it's like, oh, the, there's actually yeah. a planet Neptune? I forgot that. <laughs> well, it's still in that third decade, <laughs> too, that Scorpio decade. So this is really deep stuff, you know? I mean, it's, you know... Very powerful. Yeah. Very powerful. We have 
it, it, many times it comes across from other astrologers and and so i'm just expanding the credibility but neptune in pisces is such a over i mean completely uh powerful energy that just seeps and dissolves and transforms in its way that but right here is in our face to say, like Mandy, you were saying, this is a seed point for the next two, well, seed point catalyst, right, for the next yeah. two years. So we have an opportunity. And so interesting that I didn't pick up on that, that it connects back in with um, with Neptune like that, that there really is that, Ooh, that we miss it. happening. Yeah, but because what? we miss it. But the beautiful, <laughs> but the beautiful, yes, but the beautiful yeah. part about this is if, if for victimhood, it's easy to say to somebody, oh, get out of victimhood, which I did totally. say. But what I'm realizing as I started to analyze, like, okay, how is to take personal, because the polarity point, which our natal is in Virgo, take some kind of step, little daily step to um, empower some practice or fix something or heal something or not take some initiative to realize it. And the message is how, but we do it with source. Yeah. yeah, and it, in Virgo, it's about bringing in the source universe energy into the our day to day lives into the the that earth energy of being here on earth. And so any little way we can do that is is a great help. Another thing about Mars Neptune energy is that it can be passive aggressive. So that's just something for us to to look out for and in ourselves or in others, because sometimes we do it and we don't even realize we're doing it until later down the road. Um, and and another another nice way to work with Mars Neptune energy is it's kind of like being the spiritual warrior. Like Mars is that warrior energy. And so kind of stepping up and um, stepping into your own warriorship for yourself is really is a spiritual act. And when you do that for yourself, you can then model it for others and they see it and then reflect it back to the society. That goes really well with Eris, which I was reading again, that every person on a personal claims their life the way they need it. And it's it getting, you know, we, we say these things, but it's like, I know I for years wanted this and now it's, it is in relationship to getting centered partly to, to, to clear, I mean, what is spiritual? It is that connection on the alignment of inner self. It's a process, right? It's not just, it's an ongoing process of centering. Susie, or I I know. No, I'm um, I'm just in agreement. I don't know. (laughs) I know. I'm trying to think of where to go next from here. I'm going like, okay, and so, you know, there's so, I mean, gosh, Mars, is, there's so much more to un- unpack about that too, you know? Um, I just, so I thought I would just throw in a little curveball here with the, um, with our Mars return, our country's Mars return um, at 21 Gemini, the Sabian symbol. I love the Sabian oh, symbol. Yes. Um, and, uh, 
it, it's dancing couples crowd in crowd the barn in a harvest festival. So it's almost like it's like a like a coming together, you know, everybody's I celebrating like accomplishments and things. And, you know, um, God knows we could all use a little more lifting up yeah. than, you know, than crushing down. So, well, um, and and it sounds very um, fortuitous for the future, like us coming together again in group settings and we're having starting like to, big yeah. parties and yep. yeah so knock on wood time. <laughs> yeah. um, time. you know oh, the man. other thing when you guys are talking to you know uh, uh, talking about the the uh that neptune and virgo um the you know the opposition to uh, neptune up to opposition and the virgo piece of it you know it's like um and and kind of tying in that Mars energy too, you know, with Mars, Mars rules like viruses and fever and all of that too. So, you know, is there like, you know, God willing, is there, is there going to be a slow dis, dis, <laughs> what's the word I'm trying to say? Dissipation of this mm. entire mess that we've been living in for so long, you know, is there going to be, you know, we do, I mean, we've had these major breakthroughs, you know, we've, we've had, um, that, you know, with the vaccine and everything out there. So um, there's a lot that's shifting. And, you know, I, I feel like, you know, this is such a difficult life right now. And I, I don't, I'm, again, I'm not trying to be negative, but I mean, mm -hmm. you, you can't deny that as humans, we're all struggling because we want to be, we, we want things to be different. And we keep waiting. When is it going to be different? What time is that going to be? You know, what aspect is going to make it different? You know, what like what planetary mm. condition is going to make everything everything suddenly different? Because yeah. you know, it's just been um, it, it's just been so unusual. And this is kind of one of those times where that that old expression, you know, enjoy the journey. You know, it's about the journey, not the destination. Yeah. Yeah, it's like kind of where that comes in, you know, it's like, you know, every single day, you know, we're still moving forward. It's just, yeah, you know, there's this with, with all the Aries energy. It's like we're just anxious. It's like I just oh, can we just get this over with, you know, um, <laughs> at least that's how I feel. But, you know, again, I have bars out of bounds. So I was gonna, yeah, like, yeah, but. But yeah, it is, you know, it is difficult to just, um, it, you know, it can, it can be difficult to, to remember to stay in that, in the moment, you know, and, and understand that this is, <clears throat> you know, we're not being thrown into a pile of crap so we can dig our way out of it. The digging is the fun. <laughs> like, I just right. realized, you know. Susie, it's supposed to be the fun. It's supposed Smell to be. It, you know, like, well, <laughs> you're getting exercise. <laughs> well, I just realized tying the two thoughts together here is like, how is it individually and collectively? Well, if it's collective, then that means find a cause. Like that is part of this whole transference that not transference, but transition, because it a transition is we usually want guidelines. Well, there's a lot of energies just like with Neptune and Pisces that isn't have any guidelines as in this, you know, it's, it's the unknown. We're in the unknown, but if we can use some kind of a cause now that has some ramifications, especially if it has the improvement, because I'm also noticing with our chart, 
and for those people that we also have Uranus in Gemini and the North Node is in Gemini. So the North Node, when that's the direction that we're trying to, during this period for the next year until about January sometime when it changes, to, to gather more information. And mm -hmm. it will, I think it is in the summer, in the middle of July, where uh, the node will be exactly at eight degrees conjunct. So it's an orb, right? It's like, so if we could find something that was with like-minded people that we could put our, this uh, Mars energy into improving on any basis, that will funnel that idea to have a direction. And it could also be online because Iran is, you know, thinking of the communication. So, so, so you're saying that the North Node um, will conjunct the United States Uranus, and yes, you were you were thinking you. that was when was that? Was that July? I think it's in July. Yeah, I did make a chart, but I didn't pull it up. I mean, I have it, okay. but I think yeah, it was in July. Yeah, so it's in. Well, we could say that summer. We just started spring, so it's about three months. But now with this Aries energy. You're saying, Susie, you know, that yes, once to know how can we uh, act. And I'm remembering, well, causes is a good one, not just causes in a violent way, which we're experiencing on a public news way, but showing that there's much more good than there is bad, thankfully, even statistically, when somebody that one of the, the articles I read is is that um, anyway there is there's like Stephen well, Forrest was saying mm -hmm. think of you, causes yeah and um I you can also think of yourself as a cause I mean Aries loves oh, self-development <laughs> I was gonna say that that's what I was trying to tie into the oh. Neptune in Virgo yes um yeah. perfect mm -hmm. oh, I love it yeah yes. yeah so kind of <laughs> yeah like taking up a cause because all, it, it has been challenging energies for all of us, but all of those challenges, it's very rich for, um, for moving through our own issues and working on ourselves. And like, it kind of puts, puts your stuff right in your face um, so that you can't really get away with it. And that's part of what the discomfort is and that we want to just get away from. But you know, in some ways, it can be a blessing to have that right there in front of your face because it forces you to do something about it. And that's that Mars energy, that kind of square energy that that we um, that we come up against during transits as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, taking taking unique and different steps to, you know, help yourself feel better, you know, physically do better. I mean, we, you know, we, we all sat around for a year, but he, you know, gained <laughs> COVID pounds, you know, it's like, so it's, um, you know, taking, taking, uh, taking small action towards getting healthier, coming, kind of coming out of that fog, you know, uh, is, is going to be so powerful and, you know, Virgo's all about health, healthy stuff, taking care yeah. of yourself. So good. Yeah. Point. Yeah. I, yeah. I will mention a little breakaway here. Uh, 
that next week we have the Moonbeam panel. Moonbeam. No, 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 no. I'm all mixed up. Next week we have um, Planet Buzz. That's right, Planet Buzz. Yes, we had Moonbeam team last year. We have the three panels now. And then an extra uh, independent group, which is it's most exciting. Talk about new developments. I'm so glad. Here I am with Amanda Pierce and Susie Care Wright for the cosmic collaboration that you're listening to April 4th about Mars Out of Bounds and the USA has it and Natalie. It's a freedom-loving, innovative energy that we're experiencing from March 21st when we entered spring to May 24th. So we have a few minutes here. Um, thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you to everybody for their interest. Do comment. But yes, with that said, we can finish for a couple of <laughs> well, minutes here. I was just going to mention that because um, Susie was mentioning about, you know, doing things outside the box and how how there's such there's such a similarity to out of bounds planets to the Aquarius archetype. But it's mm. like. But it kind of goes back to what you were saying in the beginning, Susie, how it's not seeking freedom. That's really more Aquarius. It's the seeking freedom, whereas the out-of-bounds planet is the freedom. And so it's, um, it's like it's a healthy expression. Well, maybe not always healthy, but in its healthy expressions, it's showing us how to be and live Aquarius energy in a way. And be authentic and true to ourselves, yeah. and that's what people Absolutely. want. Well, yeah. you know, it 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 kind of is that you know that saying, I, and I think somebody, said, I think Sue said this last week, but it it goes back to that: put your mask on before assisting the children. You know, it's like we've you know we've got to totally. get back into our bodies, back into our own selves, you know, and kind of clear the clear the, the the smoke and mirrors and the fog and the and the crap that's out there and it, this is you know I mean look what happens when we when we do have a disaster neighbor helps neighbor you know nobody cares what side of the fence anybody is on nobody cares about that humans are you know I believe that humans all humans are innately good okay I really do and so you know if I, if I didn't I, I don't know what I do but you know it's like I have to believe that and so um you know, when we when we when we start clearing away the um, the the fog, you know, um, and and the uh, the, um, the stuff that's so far out there, you know, that, that we have no control over, that that we have no power to change. It's like, again, it's just like you know, it comes comes back to us. So even, you know, even in an out of bounds situation, eventually we've got to realize that, you know, we're the only ones we can change. And that really, as we close, to say follows up with this um, on the ninth with this Mars return that is polarized between the Neptunes of consciousness of that we can fix things. That in other words, if the house is falling apart, maybe clean out the gutter, maybe, you know, clutter out the gutter of our life. So thank you everybody. And thank you, Amanda. Thank you, Susie. And thank you to our wonderful listeners. Thank you for joining us on Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and her panel of guests connect soul growth patterns with the energetic cycles of astrology. 
Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time to continue your journey through the roots of the cosmic pathway. Thank you.